0: Hey, listening to the Code Podcast, episode one twenty nine. I'm Brandon I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to continue the No List Dark by going one hundred percent PC. Now, hit our theme song. Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to get into the arc of the No List. Soon and in earnest, but first we have to thank our generous sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. They are Canada's biggest magic store.
1: They've got all of their Core Set 2020 up for pre-order. Are you interested in getting some?
0: There's some stuff that I want. Uh, most of the things that I want are to try out in Norin, and since I'm a degenerate and I refuse to defoil that Norin list, even to <laughs> test, I'm going to wait a couple of weeks to see if some of the foil prices come down. Uh, I had an opportunity, actually, to get virtually everything I wanted from a couple of guys we were playing with at EDH&M. Oh, yeah? Last night, yeah, the guy opened, like, he had the Dragon, he had the new Chandra, he had the Red Cavalier, he had another Red Cavalier, and the other thing, I can't remember, the Respirator. All those things I wanted to try. And but not in foil. None of them were foil. So yeah, like, get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I've been trying to trade a life from the loam to this guy for, like, a month. <laughs> yeah. Finally remembered to bring it. Didn't show up. Didn't show Damn, stood you up. Yeah,
1: he stood you up like your high
0: school date. I was standing there in my good dress in the rain, no umbrella, no ride coming to pick me up.
1: I can imagine what that would look like. (laughs) You're just under a streetlight, and there's some like just violin and piano music playing. Nope, violin and cello. Way better range than the violin. I love the cello.
0: Cello's are really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cello's a beautiful instrument. Did you ever see the uh, what's that movie called? The Perfection. Um, it's about people who play the cello, and then it,
1: perfection. That's not the Prestige.
0: No, it's not the Prestige. It's not Poltergeist. Not Poltergeist. It's definitely the Perfection.
1: It's not uh, Titanic.
0: It's pretty close. It's okay. basically the Titanic. <laughs>
1: A Titanic. <laughs> it's like pterodactyl. It's a Titanic with wings. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Man, if the Titanic had wings, we wouldn't be talking about it right now because it would have just flown or uh flown out of we that ice. It might still have it would have
1: been the first boat with wings.
0: Yeah, I guess it would have been the world's largest cruise liner and an airplane.
1: Now, yeah, airplanes are just bigger than cruise liners and <laughs> haul like thousands of
0: people everywhere. Yeah, now we don't even care about that.
1: Yeah, so we are not an um, amphibious vehicle podcast. We are not. We're not a movie podcast.
0: We are not that We either. are not
1: a cello or music-related podcast. What, if we were what a
0: cello-related we? podcast, we would still be CCO.
1: Cello Coco podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, every week there's a new that's three there's in a a new CCO. That's right. Mind you, I think one was on the pre-show.
0: So It counts.
1: Pre-showers don't know what we're talking about. I'm, CCO podcast.
0: I'm counting it.
1: I'm counting it. <laughs> What are we? We are Commander Coco Podcast, Commander The Gathering.
0: Yeah. That's practically what it is now, right? Basically, I just yeah. I just thought of it as Commander other, The Gathering. I actually met somebody that was like, he played, not, he hasn't been playing very long, but he he's really into modern, and modern's like his thing, and he's just dipping his toes into EDH, and it's like, what? People, what? What's, How this, does,
1: what's this random piece of garbage from Weatherlight? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Come in to CCO Nation. Yes, welcome you. You want to see this goblin soothsayer? You just read that. (laughs) What's wrong with this picture? What happened here? Is this an altar? No, that's what magic cards used to look like. Yep, It's a real conversation I had.
1: (laughs) That's so excellent. For anybody who is new to CCO Nation, or if this is the first time you've ever
0: heard Commander Cookout Podcast, give them the social media coordinates. We're CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter and tappedout.net. We're commandercookout at gmail.com. If you're in a position to help the show grow, you can check us out at patreon.com slash commander cookout podcast. You can find us anywhere that better podcasts are found on the internet. That's your Apple uh, Apple podcast, whatever the hell they're calling it now, Google Machine, Podomatic, all those places. We're also on Facebook and YouTube, where you we'll get into why you should interact with our YouTube content in just a couple of minutes. Or if you want to see a more complete rundown of all the places you can find and interact with us, you can either check out the show notes down below or you can check out our official, official home on the entire internet, CommanderCookout.com. Uh, That's right. And if you go to CommanderCookout.com, you will see
1: the Giveaways tab, and that outlines our latest giveaway, the Anala slash Kess deck. Kess deck. Kess deck from 2017, sealed in the
0: box, Wizard Tribal. How do you win it? You go over to our YouTube channel, and you, you subscribe to us, you share the video, or... You eat the like button with a nice Chianti and some fava beans. Gross.
1: <laughs> yes, on any one of our new videos that we're recording today.
0: Yeah, we've been off the wagon for a little while. We apologize to everybody who who enjoys our, our video content. We love doing it, but with summer and just work and schedules and weddings and all sorts of crazy stuff we just haven't had the time but we're back on the the wagon now so we've got some new packs yeah we have got some new packs to open we got some new stuff to talk about and we're uh, really looking forward to it hope you are too
1: very much so um we've got some new liquor that we're gonna drink
0: that is true as well
1: I'm gonna crack some packs drink some beers and it's all gonna be for CCO nations viewing enjoyment definitely thank you to all of the patrons who make the video content possible and thanks to all of the rest you for watching and, and having fun along with us. Very much so. It all, it all uh, It's all very, I don't know, what's the word? Humbling? That to, is the
0: word I like to use. You know?
1: Humbling to know that other, everybody listens?
0: Yeah, that people are listening or watching. Watching, or, yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that. Speaking of Patreon, no new shout-outs this week, but we do have a couple things kind of cooking in the back room here that we wanted to just uh, pique everybody's interest with.
0: Yes, we have had lots of interest and questions in the past about uh, merchandise yep. and and things like that. Uh, Ryan has been uh, expanding his altar work. Uh, you can check that out every Thursday on the Facebook page if you're interested. And so we're taking some of those suggestions, some of those ideas, and we're taking a more serious look at them. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Here, Here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. Just because I'm vain and I like numbers, we are pretty close to... A thousand followers on Facebook. That's good. And we're all, we're like nine hundred followers on the official CCO Twitter account. Also good. How about you guys get after us on Facebook and Twitter, and the patrons can get after us on the Discord channel. Yep. About what kind of merch you'd like to see, and when we hit a thousand on both of the the Facebook and the Twitter platforms, merch. Wow. Open the floodgates, so to speak. Let's let's flood the CCO basement.
0: Don't Google that. Don't Google it, but... Uh, but do
1: Google go- us. Google our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. and
0: uh, get a hold of us. If there's something you'd like to see, like, I don't I don't know, shirts we've or done Yeah, or... we've done
1: shirts, and you've seen the shirts around town. You've seen the shirts on the face-to-face-games.com site when our buddy fu Joe top aided oh yeah and that uh, was awesome yeah you've seen our CCO shirts on the YouTube channel but we are thinking I don't know like what whatever it is that people like I don't know if they want uh, another kind of sticker for their deck boxes if they want like coasters shirts again play mats uh, we can sign play mats I don't know like we can number them and sign them so they're like ultra
0: exclusive that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, then i got to sign like 100 playmats.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. That's not 100 playmats. It's fun. Yeah, I'd sign them with my balls. No, I wouldn't do that. I'd teabag every 15th playmat. I don't care. I'll do it.
1: Oh, those would be ultra super teabag
0: yeah. exclusive. I'm not afraid. Max Crandell did it. I'm, I can't see why I can't do it. We're
1: also looking at a new Patreon thing.
0: Yes, and I and I hate to be the one that like signs anybody up for more work that isn't me. But uh, if you want to head over to the Patreon page in the next week or so, There'll be some other details for a, a, a new exclusive thing that we're thinking about doing for you guys that'll be popping up. So go check that out if you're interested. Uh, and when we have it posted for everybody to take a look at, we'll come at you on the next couple of episodes and let you know exactly what's going on.
1: That's right. And final thing before we get into our 100% PC, I think I already wrecked that with sand tea bag and balls and stuff, didn't I?
0: Um, Or are we talking about something else? We did have a don't Google it joke already. We've already fallen off the wagon, Ryan. Um, Shit sandwich. There. The wagon's on fire. Let's just keep going. Fuck. There it is. (laughs) There it is.
1: (laughs) Okay, last Patreon thing. New patron sign-up gift for the Ark of No Lists is summer-themed token altars or funny card altars. If I see somebody who wants swim shorts on their head or like a little duck... Tummy tube around their oh, belly. I like those. I forgot about Yeah, those. I just thought of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New patrons get that in uh, the arc of no lists. Excellent. So speaking of no lists. No lists. Let's talk about not a list. <laughs> okay. And we made the joke on the pre-show that we're going 100% PC, and we're still going 100% PC. We Even are. though we fell off the wagon.
0: Yes, even though we're, Yeah. But PC is what we're talking about right now. So what are we talking about? What what does PC mean? Well, if you go to any great Canadian superstore and you sign up for their rewards card, you earn PC points on every purchase. And that's not what we're talking about. Th- those
1: you could also go to a shopper's drug mart because they're owned by the same company and Ooh. PC
0: optimum points are the same thing now. Oh, that's terrible. Still not what we're talking Still about. Still not what we're talking about. We're talking about plane chase. Plane chase. PC. Yes, we have mentioned it several <laughs> times.
1: The three-letter abbreviation for plane chase is actually hop.
0: What do you think that stood for? I don't know. You're
1: hopping from plane to plane. You think? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm stretching. I'm really. Wa- I I wonder that lots. Plane chase in 2012 was PC two.
0: <laughs> makes more sense.
1: Yeah. What was PC one? I don't hop.
0: Know. You yeah. Just I went over that, that Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man.
1: Um so plane chase was a product that wizards had released twice once in 2010 once in 2012
0: now why did they skip a year ryan in
1: 2011 they skipped plane chase for uh, a couple reasons they were alternating between their summer supplemental product between plane chase commander decks and arch enemy decks
0: Do you remember arch enemy
1: nope nope no. How many members of CCO Nation were even around playing Magic in twenty like ten, eleven, twelve?
0: Like half of them. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Maybe I know we've got some longtime players in the nation, but uh, I know that a lot of people are very new. So That's we're ta- we're talking about playing chase.
0: Yes, Playing chase is a thing. We're going to get into how to play it in a, in, in okay. just a quick second. We just wanted to laugh at Arch Enemy, and then yeah. kind of at Plane Chase, too, because they had, like, Plane Chase, Commander, and Arch Enemy, which one of these is going to make us magnitude 10 money, guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Richter scale 10 money, yeah. and then, like, the other products made them Richter scale, like, 1 money in comparison. Shout out to everybody in California. Stay safe.
0: Yeah, stay safe, everybody. Earthquakes, I, I don't know if I've told this on the show before, but, like, one of my big things in the in the world is to, like, be in an earthquake.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you want that. I think you think you want I that, think but... Yeah,
0: I think it might be one of those things I think I want to have happen, but I'm not actually wanting it to happen.
1: So, 2010, Plane Chase 1 came out. 2011 was Commander 11, the first one when Wizards took our format.
0: Get on my format, Wizards.
1: And then 2012 was Plane Chase 2, and commanders' arsenal, they were like, let's let's dip our toes back into this commander thing and see if it works. And commanders' arsenal just blew out of the stores like <laughs> you're know, like crazy. And yeah. then 2013 was arch enemy, right? arch arch enemy, and commander 2013. Yeah, and they were like, okay, this is the final straw, and they're just like. Nothing of Arch Enemy sold, and Commander flew off the shelves, and that was all of the, su- the supplemental product we ever got ever again.
0: Man, it's just like, well, we're going to put Commander as its own thing once a year, and we're going to put it in every set going forward, and we're going to make sure that those Commander players are looked after because we want into their format.
1: Very much so.
0: Let's make our own format called Brawl, and it'll be super-duper successful.
1: Ye-
0: <coughs> <laughs> so... If anybody has never
1: played Plane Chase, even if you have, we have our own very unique way to play it that I've never seen and never read about before. And we're going to describe that after we kind of go through what Plane Chase is and how it's kind of designed and supposed to be played. Almost like a little mini Plane Chase review. Sure. So... When you bought Plane Chase, you got a deck of 60 cards. There were four decks, right? There were four decks, and then there were four decks in Plane Chase 2. So a total of eight decks. Yeah. And the product, when you bought it sealed, came with a pack of 10 Plane cards. Now, these are like oversized cards. They're like the size of two Magic cards put together. Yes. So they they are horizontal. They're like um, landscape orientation as well, where Magic cards are regularly portrayed. Um, orientation yes and each one has a, a, a static ability or or it <clears throat> it has an ability and then it has a chaos ability but we call it the shit when you roll the shit right? yeah
0: it, it, around our table if you roll the shit or hit the shit and you call it chaos I actually forgot it was called chaos until we went to record <laughs> this episode it just doesn't happen you it just, doesn't happen no yeah. you, you wasted your roll you wasted your mana get good scrub
1: yeah. So read us a plane and we'll maybe talk about the anatomy a little bit for anybody who's interested. Just just quick because we're going to go into a couple other things after.
0: Okay. We have Academy at
1: Teleria West. That's the name of the plane the and na- it's on the plane. Dominaria. And it says that right on the plane card. Which is
0: neat. You know where you are. Yeah, which is very cool. Totally cool. There's places we've been. There's places we hadn't been at the time. There's places we hadn't been but have been now. Yeah. There's lots of cool stuff in Plane Chase. I really dig it for that. Okay, so the static ability of Academy at Teleria West is, at the beginning of your end step, if you have no cards in hand, draw seven cards. Then, if you hit the shit, whenever you roll the shit, discard your hand. Oh. So...
1: Each plane kind of has, like, its own tie to whatever world it's on. There's there's planes for, like, the different provinces in Innistrad. There's planes for, like, the, the capital buildings of all the Ravnica
0: guilds. Yeah, there's, like, what, f- five or six Ravnica guilds, I think, is in here?
1: Oh, uh, there's probably more than that.
0: There's lots of them, anyway.
1: There's planes for each of the shards in Alara.
0: There's Mercadia.
1: Yep. So there's all kinds of different planes for places that we have been or want to go. Yes. In addition to that, in 2012, Wizards released things called Phenomenons. So when you hit a Phenomenon, we'll talk about what that means in a minute, but when you hit a Phenomenon, it just happens, and then the card is used and it goes to, like, to the bottom of your plane or deck.
0: And they do something crazy, like Chaotic Ether. When you encounter Chaotic Ether, each blank roll of the planar die is the shit until you walk away from the plane you're currently on.
1: Yeah, very much so.
0: So you talked about the planar die. So what does that mean? A planar die is a six-sided die that has on one face a planeswalk symbol. I yeah. think it's just the Magic the Gathering symbol, right?
1: Yeah, like that that 5 prong fork-looking symbol.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then on the opposite side of the dice is a little kind of swirly circle thing. It looks kind of like a yin-yang. Oh, yeah. And that's the shit.
1: That's the the shit or the chaos symbol. The shit. So, when you roll the die and it lands on one of the four blank sides, it doesn't do anything, right? And you just like you, that's fine. If you hit the the planeswalk symbol, you get to move to a different plane. If you roll the shit, then you get the chaos effect that's printed on the plane that you're currently on. Correct. So that's you. You can roll the plane or die anytime you could cast a sorcery, like main phase stack is empty. You get one per turn, and then you could roll again at the cost of one extra mana. So your first roll is free, your second roll costs one, your third roll costs two, and so on and so on. Etc. Yeah, that's right. So you bought the planer, or, or you bought a plane chase product, you and I both have one. Sixty yep. card decks, we shuffle them up, we both have a ten card plane. I roll the plane or die, we go to my plane. You roll the plane or die, we go to your plane. If you planeswalk. If I roll it again, we go back to my plane, but I flip the next plane
0: over and that's the one that we go to. Yeah, the one that you're on, you flip it off of the top of the stack and reveal the next one on the top of stacks. You go from, let's just say, Academy at Teleria West to Bant. Bant has too many words on it. Let's go to a different one. Astral arena. And then instead of end of turn, draw 7 cards or discard your hand you have no more than one creature can attack no more than one creature can block and if you hit the shit whenever you roll the shit out, the arena deals 2 damage to each creature.
1: Yeah so the original intent was for you to build a deck, remember this was like before commander was a real thing or EDH was a real thing right? Yeah. Um, You build a deck and you have all of the plane cards and you just match the plane's effect to the kind of deck you're playing. Yeah. And I don't think anybody ever did that in the history of Plane Chase, except for at the launch party.
0: Agreed. I feel like that never, ever happened. That's right. So what did people actually do? What people actually did was they took all of the planes that they had, shuffled them together in one giant stack, put that stack in the middle of the table, and flipped over the top card.
1: Yeah, and there are 85 planes, if you count the promo ones and the Phenomenons.
0: Yes, So you would just go around the table rolling instead of having, like, ten planes that benefit my deck and ten planes that benefit your deck and ten planes that benefit F.U. Evans' deck. It was just a fucking crapshoot. Yeah, it was just a shit show, and you'd flip it over and you'd go somewhere just totally horrible because there are some planes that are... Terrible. Terrible. That's right. Should we give them an example of a terrible one? Yes. Like the Aeon Fog. The Aeon Fog is a plane in Equilor. Have we been to Equilore yet?
1: Uh, we have in the novel Planeswalker. Urza goes there. It's near the edge of the multiverse.
0: There we go. That's handy to have Ryan around. When you're on the Aeon Fog, players skip their untap steps. And then when you hit the shit, you untap all permanents you control. So you could planeswalk, oh, to the Aeon Fog, Ah, oh, shit,
1: Uh, go. Then you roll nothing. <laughs> and you tap out to like try and get off the plane, right? And then somebody else goes... They tap out to try and get off the plane, and then I go, roll the shit, like one roll of the die, my free roll, boom, untap all my stuff. Yeah. My one roll, like my one cost roll, roll away. So all of your guys' stuff is tapped, and I just got to untap. Like, it's miserable.
0: <laughs> yes. The plane chase that way can be a beating. So, that being
1: said, we have tried a couple different ways. Yeah. So, the first way was... And I, I wish that I could remember the article who wrote it, because I think it was on the the actual official website for Magic the Gathering, the Mothership website. They called it the Eternity's Map way to play. Yes. So imagine you've got all of your planes, all 85 of them. We have 90 because we have five custom ones. We'll talk about that in a minute. Got all 85 planes in a stack. And then you've got the four, what are they, cardinal directions, north, south, east, west. Right. You've got four planes flipped face up north south east west of your planar pile and you can go north south east or west when you roll the planeswalk if you go north and you're already on the north plane you have to flip over and like unlock the next north south east west can't go diagonally if there's a diagonal plane available but it allows you to move and unlock and unlock and the planes that are behind you eventually fall off the back of the map. It's almost like how a map in a in a open world game downloads in front of you as you're walking through it. Yeah. The problem with that though was it took up so much damn
0: space. Yeah, if you get lucky with the lucky with the planes walk and unlucky with the planes you land on, it just your whole table gets full of planes and I think we only played that for like a week or two.
1: Yeah, it w- it was a great way to play because it gave you choice in where to go, but it
0: was not like feasible based on the amount of space it took. Yeah, and also we we started playing that way because the one pile method, while fun, could just result in non games. Again, if there's nobody's get, nobody getting lucky, there's one that what is it? Is it Nar Isle? that The longer you wanted it, you're on it. It just kills you and you start there and then you can't walk away and people are dying because you're on Gnar Isle and yeah. you actually get to play a game of Magic.
1: Or before we did Commander, like remember this is back in 2010, before you played Commander, there was ones that like milled you for 10 every turn. If you couldn't walk off it, you just die. Yeah. Right? You only have 40 cards left in your, like, or, or 50 cards left in your deck when you hit this plane and you can't get off it for like five turns because you just fucking can't. Yeah, and you you die. You just die. So we needed a way to both have some choice on where to go, but also keep it fairly condensed. So what we came up with is what we call wormhole. Yeah. Wormhole plane chase. So you've got your stack of 90 planes face down in the middle of the table. You've got three face up ones surrounding it. One, two, three. You're always on one of the planes.
0: Bonus points if you use a beer bottle cap to indicate which one you're on.
1: Or two beer bottle caps if you hit the phenomenon that says you walked to two planes at once. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> so you're on one of the planes. If you roll the planeswalker symbol, you can go to one of the other planes that's face up. You have a choice of two. Or you can go down the wormhole. And you flip over three new planes, and then you have the choice to go to one of those three. So you have the choice to go to two, one of two that you know, or one random one from a new set of three. Yeah. So technically, you have five planes that you can choose from when you roll the planeswalker die, which is better than one, also better than four in the Eternity's Map scenario. And there's some randomness, so it's not super broken. And it's condensed enough that it like doesn't take up that much space. Super good. Win, 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 win. We're brilliant. Yeah. And it also, because there is some elements of randomness in there, does solve the, the uh, infinite mana. I'm just going to fill my planar deck full of stuff that doesn't have negative chaos effects, and I'll just make infinite mana so I can roll the planar die infinite times to find the plane that I want to go to.
0: And then find the other plane that I want to go to. And then find Morphic Tide and the one that draws you four cards over and over again and just win.
1: Yeah, that is a way to bla- break plane chase and we uh, we outlaw infinite mana to roll the planar or die to dig through the deck. That's against the rules in this. Yes. Infinite mana is like fine because mostly the planes are going to take you off of your game because uh, while you can control where you go, you can't control it enough for it to be reliable.
0: We have definitely had some some stinky rabbit hole... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And yeah. you know you know what's great about it too, though, is like somebody's running away with the game because they got like chaos, 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 planeswalk, went to a good plane. And it might be a good plane that everybody wants to go to, but one person is so far ahead that you're like, okay, planeswalk, I'm going to go down the hole. And you got to go to like the worst plane just to shut off the guy that's so far in front. Yeah. And you can use it strategically as almost like a, a control or a stacks piece. Or you can use it as like, oh, um, I make whatever, fifteen goblins with crankle. Roll the plane or die. Go to the place that gives all creatures plus one plus one. Die, right? <laughs> like you can use it in an aggro way too.
0: It's very cool because
1: you know where
0: you go within reason, with, with, to a certain margin of no of of knowing.
1: Yeah, and the only other thing about the uh, the wormhole or the rabbit hole method is that when you flip over. Your three planes, if you go down the hole and you flip over a phenomenon, that phenomenon happens and you resolve all the triggers that are a result and then you flip over another plane. So you still have three new ones.
0: Yes, and if you flip over a bunch of phenomenons, they all happen.
1: Because somebody didn't shuffle good enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all happen, and then you just keep flipping till you have three new planes.
0: We've definitely had, I think it was like, draw four cards, destroy all creatures, and then warp world, and then we ended up Reverse
1: on... the game's turn order. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I didn't get a turn? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one, hey? Like, it's going to be, oh, yeah, it's going to be my turn, the best turn. Oh, reverse the game's turn order? Oh, no. <laughs> So that that is how we play it: wormhole, rabbit hole, butthole, whatever. That's where we go, and it is. I want to play plane chase now.
0: Yeah, every every time we talk about plane chase, it makes me want to play plane chase. And then after a couple of games of plane chase, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to play this. Oh man, the first
1: time I get screwed from somebody rolling when I didn't want them to, or just randomly when I do it, it's like ah. fuck, why are we doing
0: this? And I think, it's like uh, the funny nicknames. Like, why do we want this? Yeah, why do we want this? (laughs) And we'll get into why that's a thing, I think, later in the show. Because I think when we were playing it initially, the the planes, they fucked us way less initially than they do now. Like, plane chase interactions do a lot more damage to us now than they did before.
1: Oh, yeah, with, I I guess we can talk about it now a little bit, I mean decks are a little bit more pinpointed and streamlined now and the the strategy a deck employs is, I don't want to say on rails or on a script or whatever but because decks do a certain thing and they do it very well now if you go to a plane that just doesn't let that deck do what it does it just totally shuts the deck off
0: yeah, or I mean maybe you'll go to a place like the one that we like to play on lots is called the Maelstrom yep Well, I'll just tell you what the Maelstrom does the Maelstrom's on Alara and it it's has, the
1: center of Alara, right? Like where all the planes are converging to?
0: Yes. When And it has at the beginning of your upkeep or when you planes walk there, you flip over the top card of your library. If it's a permanent, it goes into play. So good. If not, it goes on to the bottom. You hit the shit. You take something from your graveyard, put it into play. So Holy it, shit.
1: Yeah, so it acts as kind of like a, a, almost like a cascade effect. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, you just get a permanent if it's on top of your
0: library. You or
1: it's in your graveyard if you roll the, the shit.
0: Yeah, and, and there are some decks now that just because EDH doesn't just play, like, the... It doesn't just play Crosh and Tusker and yeah, Crawl and shit anymore. You're just like, ah, oh, I get this big, huge, cool thing. It's like, I'll flip this over and I'll get a 1-1 one, one utility creature. Or I'll get my intruder alarm. Or I'll get, I'll, like...
1: You know, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll flip this over and I'll get my heroic intervention. I'll flip this over and get my Tef's protection. Yeah. No, you don't get it. It goes through the bottom now. Yeah, Sorry, no Tef's protection for you. A nice rift, asshole. Like... <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. th- and there's just lots of it doesn't it doesn't work equally across everybody's decks like they used to. Like if I'm playing Noran on the maelstrom, I'm just gonna get my asshole just turned inside out like a fucking grocery bag. Uh,
1: the opposite is true. Like on in my uh, Vivictus deck where it's all permanents, the maelstrom's excellent for me, so somebody might want to roll away from the maelstrom. And then that person who rolled away just gets beat to crap. Yeah, it's just because everybody still wants to be there because they have like this this memory of when the maelstrom used to be really good.
0: Yeah. Right? They don't even know that it's not good for them anymore.
1: Yeah, it's like price memory in cards, right? Where it's like, hey, this card used to be expensive. I bet like, it must be still good, right? It's not.
0: No, it's, it's I mean, not.
1: Maelstrom's it's not as good as it used to be. That's that's interesting, actually.
0: It, it's a thing. Some planes just don't lose their luster. like, What's the one where you go there, draw a card? At the beginning of your upkeep, draw a card. You roll the shit, draw a card.
1: Yeah, so excellent. Like, that's uh, the Panopticon. That's the center of Mirrodin?
0: Yes, yeah. that is the one. It's so, whatever
1: you do, you draw a card. Yeah,
0: it'll always be good.
1: Yeah. But or um Minamo school at water's edge nor no, Minamo
0: Manam- play a
1: spell draw a card.
0: I think that we're on that
1: Th- that You're that card there. is so good for storm decks, right? And that's a thing now where people are trying to like chain multiple cards together.
0: Minamo is from <laughs> Where's Minamo, Ryan? Oh so-
1: crap a it's it's <laughs> it's ironic that this is one of the best planes.
0: Yeah. And uh ooh, whenever a player casts a spell that player may draw a card. May draw a card. You do. Hit the shit. Whenever you hit the shit, each player may return a blue card from his or her graveyard to his or her hand. Yeah, don't care. Yeah.
1: When when you're on this plane, I mean, blue is only one color in Magic, so you have to be playing blue. Granted, lots of people do, so you might want to roll the die to try and hit the shit. But if you're on Menamel, like on the Maelstrom, people are like, what are you doing? This is for... And then it's their turn. This is for trying to roll the chaos and like making us leave Manamo take 10 asshole yeah. right and you are like but you're a storm deck and I only play one spell a
0: turn I don't want to be on the <laughs>
1: yeah right so when uh, when we've got now that the average converted mana cost in EDH is so low because people are playing like interaction and protection spells you can go like um, Manamo bounce your thing draw a card Manamo kill your thing draw a card uh, cross and grip draw a card right you can waste, like, a protection spell on your own guy just to draw a card. Manam was really good now. Yeah, it's a, it, it got better and the maelstrom got worse. That's funny that... It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. So there's there's uh, 80 plain cards. There's five promos. And then we've got five custom ones. And I hate when people talk about custom cards on Facebook or on podcasts.
0: Or anything, yeah.
1: So I'm not going to spend too much time, but we you and I and our group of dude bros actually talked a lot about what would be appropriate for custom stuff kind of based on what we think wasn't represented on any of the planes. Yes. So we've done we've done some homework, done some research and had the dialogue. I think that's what's important in commander groups is yeah, we were all communication, in on it.
0: right? It wasn't like I built one and you built one and Jesse built one that we just thought would be fun. Like we all sat down together and like, what don't the planes do? Let's do that.
1: And my favorite part about them is like myself and F.E.G. off, we've both read a ton of the classic magic novels like Brothers War, Walker, like the Urza block and the Thran. And so we built planes based on magic history. Caves of Caves of... Coilos. Coilos. Coilos is a place. It was like the old capital of the Thran Empire where the portal from Dominaria to Phyrexia was. And when you go there... All artifacts gain tap, add one mana to your mana pool.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Sounds like Urza.
1: It, yeah. Now, it's, now that. it's a card. Yeah. It, well, the, the, the flavor of it was like when you go there, all your artifacts get activated because it's like a, a source of magical power on Dominaria. Right? Right. Or like the power stone that was holding the portal shut to Phyrexia was giving off so much power that it just activated all your artifacts. If you roll the shit there, you search your planar deck for the first sphere. That's flavorful because when you leave Caves of Koilos, or when you leave Koilos, you go to the first sphere. That's where the portal to Phyrexia is. It takes you to the first sphere.
0: We invented the these planes while we were playing the Singleton flip go. That's right thing.
1: That's right. And when you go to the first sphere, all creatures get minus 1 minus 1. Brutal. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you wanted to you wanted to see what Phyrexia is all about? Yeah, eat a bag. Yeah. Right? That was one of them. The blind eternities is like getting stuck in between planes. We made that one up.
0: Yeah, we're all that's uh you basically tempts protection yourself. Yes. And you have nothing, so everybody just rolls once and whoever wins the die roll basically gets to restart the game first.
1: That's right. You exile all permanents from all zones. And you just roll the plane or die. You don't hit the planeswalk. Next, you you have to say go. You have no mana, nothing.
0: Yeah, you have no hand. You have no deck. You have nothing. You
1: yeah. Just... Yeah, I think you even empty mana pools when you, when you exile everything. You empty mana pools because you can only roll at sorcery speed. Um, so you empty your mana pool. You can't even add mana to your mana pool when... When you go there in response, yeah. then everybody just rolls once, and the first guy to hit the planeswalk, or the chaos ability is, like, leave the plane. Yeah. Um, you get all your stuff back. And then it's, like, your turn just started, except you miss your draw. So that's the kind of stuff where it's, like, flavorful. We talked about it, and it's it's really fun. So we have, I think, five of those.
0: Yes, they're very cool. So anything else
1: you want to say about, like, plane gameplay or the planes themselves?
0: I think we got it. If you want to look them up, they're a little bit tricky to find on, like, Newmagiccards.info
1: Scryfall yeah <laughs> yeah whatever
0: because they have such a
1: everybody's yeah. so high on Scryfall search engine capabilities and stuff and I don't know maybe we're just luddites and don't know how to
0: use it but I don't think that's what it is we like, searched I hate for, it. we searched for plane and it gave us it didn't give us two of them we yeah give us
1: seventy eight of them
0: we searched in the sets that are called the planes and there's still five missing yeah there's eighty of them but there's actually eighty five yeah like it, if Skyfall is listening,
1: get on it. You know what I don't want? I don't want anybody. F you, Evan. To like send us. Here's how you do it, and here's a listing of all the planes. It's too late. We've already recorded the episode.
0: Yes, <laughs> um, but if, if you want them, I think that you can. You could probably go down to an LGS of bigger than small size. You could probably still pick up a Plane Chase Anthology for like twenty five bucks. That's oh what yeah, I, Plane Chase Anthology. That's what I did, and you get four of the original plane planer decks, and you get all of the planes, including the promos. Really. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say like I think you can just buy
1: them for like 2 bucks a plane, but then you're spending like 160 bucks.
0: Yeah, then you're spending some big money. So that's probably the most efficient way to get them. Plus you get some cool life counters and
1: ho! Oh, oh, I got this, got this King of the Segway. Okay. King of the Seg. Yeah. Don't don't Google that. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, Google, Google it that. King of the Seg. If you were to pick up Plane Chase Anthology, you get some of the cards that came in the Plane Chase decks. There it is. And we have not only a listing of the reprints that were in there, but some of the prolific new cards and all of the commandies that were included in Plane Chase 2012.
0: There are some cool cards that were in there that you don't even... I didn't even think about them as Plane Chase cards, even yeah. though I kind of knew they were. Ryan and I were talking about some of them before the show. It's like, holy shit, yeah, they gave us some good stuff. Yeah, very much so. So
1: I've got a listing of the ones that, that I think Plane Chase held in check in terms of price when we're talking back in the day of like 2010, 2012 era.
0: You got to remember that was it 20 or 2008 when the prices of magic cards just ate shit?
1: Uh yeah, the, everything globally ate shit in 2007-2008 cuz that's when like the market in the United States kind of took a header.
0: Yeah. So like when we're talking about this card was 20 bucks and you look at them now and they're like 100. But yeah. you got to keep in mind this was for the time. Okay,
1: so we're going to we're going to talk about a couple of the cards that I think were Good cards that were, like, reprinted, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, it helped keep the prices down for people who wanted to buy them as they're getting into command. Because that was the time to get into EDH. because and, was...
1: and extended.
0: Oh, yeah, extended. Yeah, was... extended. I, to... I ruled extended in the local meta, by the way. D- was...
1: Did you rule extended with Bloodbraid Elf? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was reprinted in one of the Plane Chase sets. Ooh. So that helped Bloodbraid Elf not be, like, a $12 card. It's funny because it went up to like 25 at its highest point ever. But it went from whatever to, oh, I got a new art in Plane Chase. Cool. Yeah. I think my altered one is a Plane Chase one, actually, that what used to be in my Animar deck.
0: I actually love the, the Bloodbraid Elf arts. I actually think I liked the second art The one where she's
1: standing with like the stick with the yeah. feather and she's kind of sexy? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah.
0: I like the promo one, too. Those are the ones that I have.
1: The promo one is the Raymond Swanland one that's really spiky.
0: Yeah, I don't like that one. I like it because it's
1: cool. I don't like Raymond Swanland very much.
0: Promo. Like
1: Anyways, bullshit. next one that I that I, air quotes kept the price in check. Remember <laughs> at the time. At the time. At the time. Cabal Coffers printed in Plane Chase one there in you the go. in the mono black zombie deck. Cabal Coffers. Cabal Coffers like Plane Chase kept that at like six five or six bucks.
0: It did. I remember that's when I got mine.
1: I remember yeah. trading a foil Cabal coffers back when Plane Chase came out for like eleven bucks or seven bucks, I think, for a foil. <laughs> Spicy <laughs> meatball. Yeah, Ryan. we need another Plane Chase reprint.
0: <laughs>
1: <Jeez>. <laughs> okay, Darksteel Forge was a reprint in there, and that got expensive for a while until it was reprinted again in M thirteen or fourteen.
0: Yeah, I think it was was it twenty bucks. I think it's still twenty bucks.
1: It's it? something like that. It was reprinted in a twenty thirteen or fourteen with new flavor text from your girl Elish Norn. Hell yeah, your your thing, Elish Norn, <laughs> whatever. Death Baron. This was a zombie lord, a zombie and skeleton lord from Shards of Alara. Zombie. It's something else too, right? Zombies and skeletons you control get plus one, plus one, and gain death touch. Yeah, I thought it was another creature type though too. Zombies and skeletons. Okay, I thought there That's was another was. one. Okay, He's skeleton tribal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Core 2021. It'll be out tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll be out in September.
1: Yeah. Um, so that, that card got really expensive, and Plane Chase sort of helped it for a while. But, I mean, it's a zombie lord that was printed in one set,
0: right? Yeah, so it f- up through the roof, but and then it, it helped was, for a while. Then
1: it was printed in M19, so that helped. Yeah. But uh, until then, it was only in 2010, the first Plane Chase. There you go. Another one, Ghostly Prison. Card was getting there,
0: and now it's there again, isn't it? And propaganda I think so, yeah. have like gone to what the hell, like commandy. It's an uncommon. It was printed in so many things, like Plain Chase. And it's yeah, just Here, a, here's it's another one. This, month. this
1: one, this one's kind of seen, uh, seen its time in the sun, and it's like retired in Florida. Insurrection, <laughs> that was in Plain Chase.
0: That makes me sad that it's it's seen its time.
1: Hey man, no, no, I don't think no red cards won more games in Insurrection, yeah.
0: right? <laughs> I know, but now it doesn't win as many games.
1: It, it would so? still win games. It just costs eight. People yeah. aren't casting eight drops no more, right? Unless I, they're Crater
0: Hoof. I guess. That's,
1: that's the green insurrection. <laughs> Green-surrection.
0: <laughs> I don't need your shit. I'll just make mine bigger.
1: Remember when Core Spirit Dancer was expensive? I do. That was a modern thing or an extended thing for a hot second. That was in Plain Chase. Remember when Frexian Arena was expensive? Just kidding. It like still kind of is. Is it? Uh, yeah, I know the foil ones from Apocalypse are like $100. Well,
0: that's because it's from Apocalypse, dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, Phyrexian Arena, Plane Chase. Chroma's Vengeance. That is like a catch-all wrath spell that also cycles. Very cool. That destroys artifacts, creatures, and enchantments for six. That's a good one. Yeah. That was in Plane Chase. That was like the number one white card in Commander for years and years on MTG Salvation. Cool. That, that site's shut down this month. It oh. kind of makes me sad. That's too bad. Yeah. That's where I started like knowing how to do card alters
0: and post. that's where I posted to. Huh. Yeah. Rip, MTG Salvation and Mad Magazine. That's a thing, yeah. Yeah. Should, moving on? Moving on.
1: Moving on. Let's talk about some commandies There were some commanders in 2010.
0: Hey, we we missed a card. Oh, yeah? We missed an important card from, from Plane Chase that I think like people- a re-
1: Like a reprint or a new one? Just a new one. Oh, we'll you talk can... about new ones in a second. Talk about new ones in a second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I okay, got I do... got new commandees first.
0: Okay, we'll do commanders. Yeah, we got cards. we got to
1: make sure we're we're prioritizing. Good call. So there were some commanders in plane chase ten, plane chase twenty
0: ten, like Razia
1: Boros Archangel, sexy picture, terrible card. I hate when that happens.
0: Agreed. Super sexy picture. That card has never been good. It will never be good. If you see somebody play it, just feel pity for them.
1: Oh no! I just want to look at it in high res. From different angles, if you know what
0: I'm says. Um, I do, but I still wouldn't tap eight to play that. I would certainly tap. I would tap it eight also, but I would not. I don't play think that I card. could make it till eight. I would try. Yeah. But the point is, nah, that's a bad card. Should we read what the card does? Should we do it? We haven't read a card this whole episode. Sure. Let's, let's read the card. Raziaboros Boros Archangel is an angel, 6 3, flying vigilance haste. That sounds good. For white, white, red, red 4 oh yep she also has tap the next three damage that would be dealt to target creature you control this turn is dealt to another target creature instead
1: so you attack with her and she's got vigilance six three haste flying if she gets blocked by whatever a 3x doesn't matter you prev- you tap her to prevent the three damage being dealt to her so she's kind of got like six toughness if she gets blocked Or she can just save a different creature and kill a different creature. Like, she's hella powerful at every single game I cast her in at the Plane Chase launch. And we played like five games. Every single game I cast her in, I won that game. Because she saves your dude or herself and kills their dude. Uh, That card is ultra powerful, but it costs eight. Eight. That card will cost two now. Maybe not two.
0: Like three, four. It'd be four. <laughs> three It'd be or four, yeah. Boros, Boros, two. Yeah,
1: and it would be hybrid. Yeah, yeah. And it should be a 10 No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, should
0: be a six six. <laughs> also, yeah, hundred percent.
1: So cool card, cool art, bad mana cost. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about the new Commandies in 2012 because there's like some good ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's let's do them. Let's do them in reverse order, maybe. The first one, Kron the Dawnclad. Give him a read.
0: Oh my god. He's a six-six flying vigilance archon. Forget this. Get this man. This this mana cost. White, white, white. Green, green, green.
1: Whoa, what? six mana. Green,
0: green, green. White, white, white. For six-six flying vig. And whenever Kron the Dawnclad attacks, if it's enchanted, you exile something.
1: That's actually powerful.
0: That's very like powerful. you just
1: put a totem on him, and they put totems in that deck, right? So if he was gonna die, they just had to waste a removal on him because the totem armor keeps him alive. That's right. And he's got vigilance, so if you put like the, the Eland Umbra on him, he becomes like a six ten.
0: That's not terrible. It's pretty good. Put the bear umber on him, he'll attack. He's a nine nine he attacks, untaps all your land.
1: It's yeah, like that that guy's that guy's done some work. I think that the Archon, the 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 Kron guy, he's done some work.
0: I think people forget about him because like when the talk rule changed, Voltron kinda just wasn't a thing as much anymore, and Voltron strategies typically aren't oh, what people yeah. are looking to do. Voltron was a thing, and then it, like they got
1: rid of Tuck to like make people not have the feel bads, and by that time Voltron kind of just fell out of favor. Yeah, and was, and yeah. there was better Enchantress style commanders since then, I guess, right? Yeah,
0: like Uriel the Mist Stalker, I think, is the big one.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Play. There's there's the Bant ones now, like from Commander 2018, like the t- um. The the bald chick that's got like the masks, oh and yeah. Tuvasa and the other one that was in that deck, like those are all fine. They're good. I got bent over by the the bald girl. Estrid is her name. There we go. I got bent over by her in Calgary. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. Next new commandee from twenty twelve, Thromok the Insatiable.
0: Now F U J J plays Thromok. Yeah, I actually like this guy. I like Thromok lots too. Guess what colors he is? Gruelish. That's right. He is a zero zero. Soft. Great start. Yeah. Uh, Hellion for red green three, and he has devour X, where X is the number of creatures he devours. So you devour
1: one creature, he's a one one. You devour two creatures, he's a four four. Three creatures, he's a nine nine. Four creatures, he's a sixteen sixteen.
0: Ten creatures, he's a hundred hundred. That's the situation. So you you take captains.
1: the number of creatures he. Devours and you
0: times that by the number of creatures he devours. So it's right, it it both teaches you how to win at magic, how to play giant dudes, and how to do mathematics and how to build hellion tribal. Yeah,
1: I don't think that's what
0: you do, but not ever. No, you
1: certainly like making hundred, hundred commandees. You
0: play elves and goblins, that's what you play in Thromach. That's a cool card, hey? That's a good day. I mean, yeah, he's kind of all or nothing, he's sort of a Voltron guy, too, but. Hey, yeah, all man. or nothing is my middle name. Yeah, he comes in with a pandemonium in play and just rocks somebody, then you grieves him, and he rocks somebody else, and the yeah. other guy's just so busy shitting his pants, they just scoop. Yeah,
1: Ryan, four inches or nothing, panef. <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next, Creech, Vela the Nightclad. This was actually redone in Commander's Arsenal the, the following year? Or whenever, I don't right. know. Maybe we got the dates wrong. Yeah. I don't care. Vela the Nightclad, give her a read.
0: She's actually good. She's a 4-4 human wizard that they felt was worth a reprint. She costs blue-black 4. She has Intimidate. Other creatures you control have Intimidate. That's and nothing to be trifled at. And whenever Vela the Nightclad or another creature you control leaves play, each opponent loses a life. So that is like aristocrat
1: She's Aristocrat's command Or you just copy her five times with writer replication and then they all see each other die. So you get she get six Velas, all triggering six times. So everybody yeah. just loses 36. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny combo there. So she's good. Um, shout out to Dana from CMDR Central. Also FU.
0: Yeah, FU, man. Yep. There's some great art on that card, too. I really like oh, that. Oh, yeah, thing. I love that There's one. There's like a galaxy kind of print in her, I think that's her cape. Or she yeah, farted. She, yeah, I was gonna
1: say she's farting out of galaxy.
0: Yeah, either way, it's pretty cool. Anyway, last one,
1: and this is this one is like this one's okay. This one's fine.
0: Yeah, you might have heard of him. I'm not even gonna read the name because he he's fine. He's uh he's a seven five elemental for green red blue five. It's whatever he has Let's haste. See. It was, no, no.
1: Creatures you control, creatures have, you haste. control have haste. He, he has haste because all of your creatures have haste,
0: <laughs> and he also has cascade, cascade. And if that's blowing your mind and you're wondering who I'm talking about, it's it's Maelstrom Wanderer. Maelstrom
1: Wanderer. So you cast him for eight, he goes on the stack, and then you get a, you get to flip all the cards from the top of your deck till you hit something that costs less than eight. Yeah, seven or less. And then you hit something that costs seven or less again. So then you get your your thing. Your other thing, and then Maelstrom Wander, and then they all have haste. Dang. Yeah, this guy was uh, this guy was a competitive build for a while. He's a little bit fallen out of favor. Maybe tier one point five now. Maybe tier two now, if you go by a tier scale. Uh, mostly because he costs eight, but uh, he's excellent. And I actually used him alongside Crater Hoof when I had like big mana animar, and I could make green, 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 green. Red, blue. So you just go Maelstrom, Wanderer, Cascade, Cascade, Crater Hoof, and then attack with everything.
0: Win. Yeah. He's a cool card. He's, that he's is a cool good. card. I play him in uh, Horde of Notions. So I play him in Cascade, Cascade, and I, I play him from the graveyard. Because he's cascade, an Elementi. Cascade, Yeah, and I sack him again and play him again. Well, oh, you just cast him,
1: Cascade, Cascade, sack him, cast
0: him again from your graveyard, Cascade, Cascade. Yep. Fist of Suns, baby. Not terrible. Always gets you there. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the new commanders. Um, I like all of them. They're all cool. And I think that that's something to be said, where when you're going to look at like a supplemental set, a lot of them stuff is kind of underpowered and kind of shitty. Whereas here, they gave you four relatively, like two really, really good ones, and two ones that are fine. They just and especially the at the, the time, you
1: got to remember, too, like this is almost 10 years
0: ago. Yeah.
1: The, to get commanders, like, Kron. while I've never played against one, I've looked at the list. I've I, I altered one recently. He was powerful. throwmock is certainly powerful, especially like when people mix him up with like flings and stuff.
0: Yeah, throwmock is a house.
1: You just play aggro, 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 or, or wait for somebody else to die, then it's like, throwmock devour five guys, fling them. throwmock again, because you're playing green, right? throwmock again, devour five guys, fling them again.
0: Yeah, or devour a whole bunch of guys in Chandra's Ignition, or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's
1: cool, too. That's <laughs> one of my favorite cards. He's a he's a good guy, man. He's
0: well he's not a good guy, but he's a fun card.
1: Very much so. So I've got uh, I've got one more section that I wanted to talk about, and this is new cards or prolific new cards from Plane Chase. The two Plane Chase sets. So this is what Plane Chase gave us that uh we use like maybe in other formats or 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 that's been good in Commander.
0: Besides those four commanders we've already talked about.
1: Yeah, besides the Commandies, I guess. And the planes, of course. Get this, your boy, Beetleback Chief.
0: I forgot he was from Plane
1: Chase. Originally from Plane Chase, only ever printed in like dual decks or commander decks. Very cool. So he's a 2-2 two, two for red-red-2. When he enters the battlefield, you get two goblins coming in beside him.
0: He's like a shitty gangbang commander.
1: Yeah, so he's four mana for three dudes. Four mana for four power, really, but it's the three dudes that you care about. Yeah. So he's cool. Next one I wanted to highlight, get this, Dragon Lair Spider. Yeah!
0: Yeah, hey, give that one a read. Dragon Lair Spider is a 5-6 with reach. It's a spider, obviously, for green, green, red, red, too. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, you get a green 1-1 one, one insect creature token.
1: Whenever an opponent casts a spell, you just get a free dude. Yep. And it's a 5-6 with reach.
0: It's pretty good. That is a solid card. This
1: was a hot commander
0: card for a good long while. It still is good. It just costs slots.
1: Yeah, um, it was in Commander Arsenal and Foil. I think that's the only way to get a Foil one. Neat.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I think people forget about her, and maybe maybe we should see her coming back. Yeah, very much
1: so. Ethereum Horned Sorcerer is the next one.
0: Now this one's been reprinted a couple of times, I think.
1: Yeah, this one was in a Commander product, and it was in one of the decks that was reprinted in anthologies.
0: So he's uh, three six for six. Uh, Two of those six are blue or red. And he has one blue-red, return Ethereum Horn Sorcerer to its owner's hand, and he also cascades.
1: Yeah, so there's some bounce shenanigans you can have with him. Or you know what I like is uh, cascading off of your Ethereum Horn Sculptor into like a Venser or something that removes a spell from the stack, like bounces it back to your hand. So you could cascade into a Venser and then just bounce your guy from the stack and then you can play him again. <laughs> I think that works. That's got to work. Yeah, I, I think that works. That's got to yeah. work, right? He so he was cool. Uh, not a whole ton of play, but um, a Cascade card for the Cascade people. What what creature type was he again?
0: Minotaur. Minotaur, Minotaur wizard. wizard.
1: Okay, so he's he, he fits yeah. in Wizard Tribal.
0: Yeah. He's got a relevant creature type and then a creature type that people really want to be relevant. I think that Minotaurs are going to be the new bears. I'm... I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm throwing that into the ether. I think that Wizards is going to start seeding Minotaurs. I Just hope so. Just so people can play their didgeridoos.
1: Yeah, did, get your didgeridoos now. There, there's that new that new Minotaur. Whenever you discard a card, like a, whenever you discard a card, he deals damage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Minotaur from M20. There's
0: seeding Minotaurs. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Keep your eyes out.
1: Okay, I, I, I'm skipping one, but I'm going to come back to it. I want to talk about next, Mass Mutiny. This was a fixed... Insurrection. Remember we talked about Insurrection being so good or too good back in the day?
0: Yes. It is a sorcery for red, red three. Each op- For each opponent, gain control of target creature that player controls until end of turn. Untap them, they gain haste. So you gain
1: control of one creature per opponent for five mana instead of all creatures from all opponents for eight mana.
0: It's way worse.
1: It's way worse. It's exponentially worse. It's, uh... But it costs five. And you still get their best thing, and you can probably still kill somebody, especially if you, like, steal three creatures and somebody only has one creature. You steal their one creature, then they're totally open. You just attack them with everything. It probably still wins—it probably still kills people. It doesn't win games, and that's how they made Insurrection more fair.
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: It's fine. You know what? I think I played it in Bryon's Arm for a while, but then I cut it for— like, something that steals for three mana, so I'd still have, like, red left over to fling. Yeah. That's, that's fine. It's fine. Get this one. Next one. This is this is Voltron. It's kind of fallen out of favor, but I want it to make a comeback, goddammit. Okay. Sigh of the Shinobi.
0: Sigh of the Shinobi? I think everybody forgot about this card. Sigh of the Shinobi is an equipment for one. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may attach Sai of the Shinobi to it, and it equips for two. So it equips for
1: free whenever you cast a creature, if you want. And it gives plus one, plus one, and it comes down on turn one. It's cool. It's cool because there's a... I think there's enough equipment that equips for free, like Hero's Blade, Sai of the Shinobi, things like Bone Saw, extra... no, exo... grafted exos... no, not grafted exoskeleton. Um... Grafted war gear equips for zero, gives plus three, plus two. I think there's enough that you can just play your, cre- and then all the ones that, that equip to a creature type for free.
0: That's your uh, thornbite staffs, yeah. your obsidian battle axes and stuff. Yes, yeah,
1: so those are them. If you just drop your dude and like equip three or four equipments to him for free or automatically, boom, take 10. And then you're like maybe on a two turn clock with your commandy.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I know that used that used to be a way to play. Yeah, back in the day. That's how my Rorix Bladewing deck operated, and that was reprinted in Plane Chase 1. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, last, last two, and then we're going to talk about the final one. Shardless Agent and Baleful Strix. And those I'm mentioning because they have seen or see lots of play in Legacy. Those are Legacy cards.
0: Yeah, Shardless Agent is a 2-2 Cascader for 3, and Baleful Strix is a 2-2 Flying Death Touch that draws you a card when it comes into play. Yeah. it's like That's some degenerate garbage. I think it was like the opposite of what we were talking about before, where Plane Chase helped keep some card prices down. Baleful Strix was only in Plane Chase.
1: And it was like $20 until it was reprinted in Eternal Masters? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Shardless Agent kind of fallen out of favor like people aren't playing that really anymore, other than like maybe fringe like um living end decks, but those like aren't really a thing. Yeah. But Baleful Strix, that's he's playing all kinds of blue black decks in legacy. That's a real card.
0: That's a real card. It is a real ass card.
1: Yeah. Last one I wanted to talk about, fractured power stone.
0: i Brando's love that Brando's favorite mana rock. It is my favorite mana rock. It's for two. You can tap it for one, or you can tap it to roll the planar die. I still play it in decks.
1: That's so excellent. So you can actually, because it taps for one, it gives you access to two one-mana rolls. So you roll for free, the planar die for free. Then you can pay one to roll again, and then you can tap it to roll again. Yeah. And I I don't remember I don't because we haven't played for a while I don't remember the exact rules. Your next roll, does that cost you three? I think it does. I don't think so. I think it does because you pay for how many times you've rolled the plane or die this turn already. Mm. So it costs you one. Or it's free and then one and then your fractured power stone one and then three because you've rolled the plane or die three times already. Sure. So that's a, that's a fun card, and uh, it goes in plane chase decks, or it goes in commander decks in general, just because it's a two drop mana rock that gives you
0: one mana. It's it's not a bad card on its own, really. It comes into play untapped. It's a rock, and someday, someday, someday out in the wild, there's just some some jabroni that's like, hey, you want to play plane chase, and you're like. Yeah, I do.
1: That jabroni was from PA at the face-to-face <laughs> open that we played at. He did have the the plane chase he deck He had all with the him. planes. We were like, okay, we're going to play after, after we give out all these packs. And,
0: and then we never did because yeah, he had to leave. Yeah, he had to take off. That game would have been so miserable anyway I'm sure they just sort of... <laughs> uh, I'll oh, just maelstrom man. into goddamn ramp spells for the whole... The whole thing, yeah, yeah. F this, man. Yeah. Holy shit. So that's plane chase.
1: Do you have anything else that you think... CCO Nation would find relevant with regards to plane chase. Of course, I do, Ryan. We have card, card of the, of week. the week.
0: week. That's right.
1: Week. Hey, this isn't a set review show, even though it feels like one. <laughs> uh, so, I guess card of the week. Card of the week. What do you got? Do you, you want to do a plane of the week and a card of the, card week? Of the week?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. Can, I'll do the plane, you do the card. Sure. Plane. Maelstrom. Ah, I knew you were gonna say it. We talked about the Maelstrom Lots. I know, but I think it's the one or Total Vanity Pick Phenomenon Morphic Tide. So that's the one where you draw cards. Nope, that is. Oh, the that's one. that's the one where you warp world.
1: That's warp world. When you encounter this phenomenon, uh, shuffle all permanents on the battlefield into your library, then reveal that many cards. Yeah,
0: everybody shuffles their board state into their li- into their library, reveals the number of cards they shuffled in that way, and all those all the permanents. Go to play. Dang, both of them are totally exemplary of the casual nature of the plane chase format, and they get better the more casual your deck is, and I think that's pretty cool. Excellent. Okay, I got I
1: got two as well. Okay, I got two. Okay, my, my first one, Razia Boros Archangel, just because she's sexy and I want to see good Razia built.
0: And it, it, it's a cool. It's a strong card in a casual deck. Yeah. I dig that too.
1: Yeah. Okay. My my plane this week is going to be another one that we've invented. And shout out to us, shout out to me in particular because I'm vain and selfish and self-absorbed, shout out to me in particular because I invented a plane that became a real plane. Talon Gates. I invented the Talon Gates and then they printed a Talon Gates plane in real life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the thing that our Talon Gates does, they did that on Ramos Dragon Engine.
1: Uh, Basically. Yeah, sort of. Okay, first, read the real Talon Gates. Just for a frame of reference.
0: Talon Gates, Dominaria. It's another Dominaria plane. That's cool. Anytime you can cast a sorcery, you may exile a non-land card from your hand with X time counters on it, where X is the converted mana cost of the spell. If the exiled card doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. Then if you hit the shit... Whenever you hit the shit, remove two time counters from each suspended card you have.
1: So this is what I've seen. This isn't my card of the week, by the way. (laughs) This isn't my plane of the week. What I've seen is Talon Gates. Hmm. Suspend my whole hand. (laughs) Roll away to a different plane. (laughs) Yes. I've seen that before. My Talon Gates, are the ones that we invented, was Talon Gates on
0: Dominaria. The picture was even basically the same.
1: <laughs> the picture was the same. It had the, the big cracking horns with like some color in between them. When you're on our Talon Gates, at the end of each step and phase, any unused mana in your mana pool empties and you take that much damage. That's yeah. mana burn. Mana burn. We brought back mana burn. We're bringing mana burn back. Razzie is bringing sexy back and Talon Gates is bringing mana burn back. When you roll the shit, because it was a Nicol Bolas thing, right? The Talon Gates is how he gets to like the meditation realm or whatever. When you roll the shit, add red, 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 black, 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 blue, blue, blue to your mana pool.
0: And hope to God you can use that shit. Hope to God
1: you can... That plane got a lot higher stakes in Commander when... uh, when you weren't playing a Grixis color deck,
0: <laughs> I feel, and I, cause you can use that mana to roll the dice. And I think I remember once where somebody like had so much mana accrued oh, from hitting the shit, but this not walking is away. So excellent. They just, yeah. they just gave up and died.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I've got nine mana, nine Grixis mana, but it was like a Selesnia deck, right? Yeah. Okay. My two roll. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> now I have sixteen now I've got mana. Sixteen mana. Okay, my three roll. Go down to thirteen mana in my mana pool. Oh shit. <laughs> now I have twenty one mana. <laughs> what do I do? Oh,
0: I guess then, I it, just die. And it went up to like a, an obscene and they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah. He hit the shit like five it. times. Yeah. He had
1: so much mana in his mana pool.
0: And then they he just didn't want to roll anymore and killed himself. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. So that's my card and plane of the week. I like it. Yeah. So that's Plane Chase. If you can pick it up yourself, do do it. If you know somebody that has it, or if you're a play group that wants to try it, pull together and buy them all. It's, y- it's yeah, inexpensive. Y- you know
1: what? Let us know on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you reach out to us, let us know if you want us to bring the CCO pile of Plane Chase to Vegas. We can do it. We have room in our bags. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do too? We've got some crappy planes that we hate, and we've got some phenomenons that we always skip. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to print some custom so they go in the sleeve when you encounter them. You get a free planar roll. It's like a planar wild card. Ooh. Or like um you get a free planeswalk when you encounter it and you can just save it. Or you Ooh. get a free chaos card that you can just cash in for whenever you want a chaos. Ooh. You can just cash it in. That's what I'm going to do. That's the next evolution of our plane chase. Look at us go. We're still inventing and still growing. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do for maybe Vegas if we end up bringing it.
0: And if you're looking for the plans, I think you can get them from face-to-facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store.
1: Definitely you can. I've checked.
0: (laughs) So let us know if you want us to do that. Let us know anywhere that you you like, if you liked this show and are excited to hear what else we're going to talk about on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! (laughs)
1: This is so fun. Oh, a brand new Magic the Gathering experience. Five stars. New York Times bestseller.
0: Guess I'll just die.